Welcome to Oplitcher Podcast, where we're open and honest conversations about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney, and you can follow me on IG at I am Rodney Wash. I'm your host, Marco the Prince, and you can find me on IG at M A R C O D E P R E N C E. Girl. Really? <laughs> I was just about to say something. I want to fuck it up. Wow. I'm also your host, and my name is Shazam. You can follow me at underscore kid in play underscore. And I am your host, Solomon, and you can follow me on IG at Solomon E Stretch at, no, it's just Solomon E Stretch. Yeah, Solomon E Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it E stretched or B stretched? Oh, Ooh, you want to know? <laughs> so, for, the, for the purposes of Instagram, <laughs> is E stretched? Okay, but after hours, <laughs> it can be stretched. <laughs> well, as you all see, we are a bunch of you are new here. We are on season two, episode eight. However, this is the 39th episode, and we are happy to have you. Um, before we get into it, we have a collection to play in the middle of the... I said, I didn't say middle. I did it on purpose. Middle. Okay? I know it's middle. I said middle. People like correct you in the comments. Uh, they do. Um, the comments is not Yes, but um, we take anything from a dollar on up, and we want... If you can't give a dollar, give us five stars. We are five-star bitches, and I mean that. So stop what you're doing right now. Either you're going to subscribe, follow, or share, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or pull out your American Express. Okay. We t- and we take, yes, thank you. And you can also donate, and the donate button will be in the description, bo- description box on whatever platform this to us on. So. Well, hold on. And absolutely love every last one of you. Openers, you're amazing. You are. Yes, yes, yes. Rodney talked about liking, sharing, and subscribing. Please also leave your comments on our YouTube. I appreciate the DMs. Marco appreciates the DMs. Rodney appreciates the DMs. Shazam appreciates the DMs. But they would be great as comments on our YouTube channel. Thank you. If you want to be incognito, bitch, make a double subscribe. There's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know who the hell it is. (laughs) Some people like to hide. Okay. Hide your kids, hide your wives. <laughs> Be like, uh, what's Michael Jackson's son name? Who was blanket? Blanket. <laughs> that side of the table is always fucking out of line. Marco, how was your week? <laughs> Y'all always out of line. Out of time. Um, I did some things. That side um, of the table is getting a first class ticket to hell. <laughs> Oh my God! At least I'm in first class. <laughs> no, uh, my week was good. Um, I was outside. I went to the pink. Um, had some fun. Um, yeah, I like theme parties, so I had a really good time. Hmm. This one here kept telling me to take my mask. What? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Ooh. know where you were. <laughs> Fuck it, I was at the paint too. <laughs> and I had a good time. Yes, the paint uh-huh. was good. It was fun, but I do want to say this real quick. Never mind, I save it. Never mind. Well, I was down at the church handing out free Bibles. Okay. <laughs> I bet you was. Collecting offering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the people know that Jesus stays, saves. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, and I, got little, I got a little caught up. <laughs> but no, my weekend was fun as well. Um, I went out with these clowns, and we had we actually had a blast. I had a really good time. I, I told someone that was the most fun I've had in Atlanta in quite some time. 
I danced time. from until 10 o'clock until I got all the way home. I danced all night. Knees still hurt. And okay. that's why I sound like I got ran over by a truck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I didn't go out. I didn't go to the bank <laughs> with y'all. Um, now, how I thought about it. Mm. I was prepared to go because no, I had an outfit you. and everything. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Roddy got something to say. No, he did. He I did. did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, right. show, I'll even show y'all the outfit. Um, but I ended up, what did I do? Early Saturday, I took my godbrother to a spa day. He just graduated with his doctorates. Oh, um, congrats. And that just, it wore me out. So massages, um, saunas, foot reflexology. By the time I was like, Rodney Rodney tried so hard to convince me to go. I was an advocate. Yeah. But after that, you probably went to sleep. You probably felt so good. I was knocked out. Same grade. And I I still had to recover from that on like a Sunday. Like Mm. I needed that. And I think a lot of people forget that even though those things are relaxing, they stir up a lot of stuff in your body and it starts like making toxins push out. Like you go into the bathroom, you sleepy, you feel really weird after you have like a full body massage. And Absolutely. Stuff. And, great. you know, and I think it's something that we should be doing more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I'm an advocate for self-care. And I didn't realize that prior to this, I hadn't had a massage in maybe about a year. Mm. Damn, I got one two nights, three days ago. A, a professional, professional one? <laughs> <laughs> they tried you. That's it. Yes. Okay. We, was, we, 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 like, you like that? You they, it? Were they certified? They were. With them hands was magical. Was it paid? No. <laughs> okay. Got our question answered. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> if you pay, how did if, you pay? If you paid in penis, it was not paid for. <laughs> no, it was paid with cash app. Um. <laughs> Shout out to Square. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Shit. I done got hot playing with y'all. Okay. I know. Shit, it is hot. Cool. Let's go, girl. And we just started. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a long show. So I want to highlight. I don't think we ever said, like, happy pride to everyone. We did. We did. did. We? We did. Oh, yeah. well, that was my fault then. Um, but I want to share y'all. So this was the first, like, pride that I've woken up with, like, on the 1st of June. Like, a lot of people told me happy pride and all that shit. I like I that for it you. Was, like, oh, yeah. I thought it was, like, really dope. So, my bad. I thought uh, we didn't speak on it. But also, another highlight. I want to talk about Alex um, (laughs) Newell. She became, they, excuse me, my apologies, became the first non-binary actor to win a Tony for a musical. Um, I thought it was very dope. Um, Yeah, her speech was, like, very straight to the point. She shouted out Broadway um, for showing our community on the big screen. So, I was actually, no, (laughs) non-binary. And they go by they. Well, their pronouns are he, she, they, oh. them. I'm going to say my comment. And and so <laughs> oh, um, Alex Newell is, like, I'm familiar with Alex Newell mm-hmm. from Glee. Glee. She's on Glee. He, yeah. They were on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's easy, it's easy yeah, to fuck up pronouns. Um, but anyway, so, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, we rarely, well, we see non-binary people, people who don't subscribe to a particular gender, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially in the pronouns. Um, and we see them on screen, we see them in the media, but they rarely get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah. Um, and Glee was 
How many years ago? Glee was a long time. That it was, was the time was, of the Glee. Was, I was yeah. in middle school, high school. Like, I was young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solomon was in college. <laughs> oh, <I> was, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> well. <laughs> I think it's cool. In her Bitches. speech, she specifically said, <laughs> in her speech, she specifically said something like, um, "A fat black kid from Boston is not supposed to be up here." And like, I just, I, I really respected that because I think a lot of people forget like how much black people have to fight to get to where they get those recognitions. Mm-hmm. And those speeches to me just always do something to mm-hmm. me because it's like it a does. really a moment. Like when, of course, Holly Berry's like original when she's like crying now, it's like people laugh at it, but that's actually a moment. Viola Davis, when she gave like the speech and she was talking about like, I, don't, I forgot who she quoted, but she quoted like a poet about it and it was like very powerful. I think um, you also see when Taraji was like clapping when Viola went up there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always amazing to see and, like um, individuals in those. The, uh, the uh, lady who created um, In Living... Well, you know my family loves me. That working hard, different world. The creator of that. Her sister was um, Bill Cosby' wife. Felicia Rashad. Um, her sister Debbie Allen. Yeah, she, her speech was nice too. Who who won? Felicia Rashad or Debbie? No, Debbie. Allen? Debbie had a speech. Oh, we Wait, like Debbie Allen. Felicia like, Rashad, yeah. baby, she can. I like Felicia. Wait, Y'all didn't know what Felicia was doing to Howard. Oh, we'll have, we'll have to save that for another segment. <laughs> Felicia's trifling. Mm, I did not know them. Baby, let me know what Mrs. Felicia was I'll doing. send you the link. Mm, we'll get into those oh, streets later. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the streets this week, um, Mr. <laughs> Tyler Medea Perry has purchased... That is not that man's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got him his title. <laughs> um, he purchased BET and VH1. I thought that was very dope. That um, is so dope. Congrats to Tyler. I'm really yes. happy. Mr. Um, Medea Perry. <laughs> one thing I want... Um, him to do is bring more creators into the room, produce more shows, maybe have like late night podcast shows and Thank show you. different like forms of black people. Like we're not all just one stereo or this, that, and the third. So I'm hoping that it gives variety of us. I want it to be I want it to take a turn towards black excellence, if that makes sense. We see so many times where we see TV shows and TV networks that play black people to just be always fighting, mm-hmm. always doing drama, always doing that. And of course, that's entertaining. But every <laughs> Thank uh, you. Every we'll now and there. again, <laughs> we would like to just see. I want to see. I don't know if you ever watched the show. It was called um, Robin Gibbons was in it. It was on OWN. Like it was a show that was about like an attorney and his wife. His, his wife was an attorney. He was a mayor. Like it was like a big like black excellence production. And they mm-hmm. owned like an oil company. It was like. I like seeing shows like that. Of course, they got to give some drama and stuff like that. But that, and I hope he brings in, like like you mentioned, fresh blood. Like, mm-hmm. we need young people in there. I don't want to be watching Young and the Restless, Tyler. <laughs> I want it to be exactly what it is. I want it to be black people owning black things. Mm-hmm. Um, and black pe- um, BET started out that way and then he was sold it. to um, outside of the culture. And then that allowed outside of the culture to... Um, dictate the narrative and create the narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now that BET, Black Entertainment Television, is back in the hands of a person of color, I think there is an opportunity for change. I'm here for, I just want um, different shows, I'm leaving it at that. Um, different shows with different writers. I think we have enough of the Tyler Perry-isms. Mm-hmm. I love and appreciate it. But I would like to see new shows with new blood and New actors, um, new podcasts, 
channels, you know. Open relationship podcast. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'm gonna sign this, Tyler. That's <laughs> the contract. I'm gonna say it. Send it. <laughs> so yeah, but shout, I mean, but congratulations, Tyler. But yeah. I want to make sure that we do we do say that Oprah did on her own station as well. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everyone that's black. That's winning, and you own and you own VH1 really for yes. the mm-hmm. white folks back in the day. So. Get them out. Okay, the ancestors are cheer, baby. Hey, <laughs> tell me like they, this. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are baby, oh, she's smiling. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll be free. I'll have you here. So I'm like, bitch, you thought? <laughs> <laughs> We're here now. You let me do Frank Douglas. <laughs> uh, okay, now the ancestors are turning. They're turning, they're turning baby. <laughs> Shout out to our ancestors. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. You know that? <laughs> she shot people up for a reason. Not her grandpa played a part. <laughs> Let my people go. <laughs> that was not Harriet, wasn't that? that was, Harriet was shooting the people up. <laughs> That ain't what, that's that's not the same story. You just crossed a Bible story with Harriet Tubman. Oh, well, she should be Moses the Bible. told Pharaoh to let my people go, Rodney. <laughs> well, let my people go. <laughs> Get those shackles off my feet so I, I can, can dance. dance. Ooh, are you clouded you know, today? Call, they did call um, Harriet Tubman Moses. They did. You're not too far off. They did call her and Moses. They thought she was a man. Let 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 the people know that open relationship podcast just brought them a little bit of history. Boop. <laughs> brought to you by Rodney. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And corre- and corrections by Shazam. <laughs> and again, sign us. <laughs> sign <Right>. the contract. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, uh, so what's been really trending, oh, which child. is like cringeworthy, um, y'all know Jocelyn Hernandez, Puerto Rican princess, Girl. has been all over the media. So Floyd Mayweather and George Gotti had a fight this weekend. <laughs> Nobody's seen the fight because Jocelyn was all over the internet beating Big Lex up. Um, yeah, I want better for her. Was she beating her up or was a whole entourage beating her up? Jocelyn was beating that girl up for she, a minute yeah, before people started jumping. Really? Like yeah, it was in. bad. But it's like, was that Brooke Valentine that was like, Hazel girl, you 30, you still doing this? Like, Jocelyn, you're old girl. You have a daughter and now yeah. you're locked up and you have four, like four assault charges or something like four. that. Like it's not. How she get a felony? I no. Lock her up. And what's his name? Ballistic need one too. Is that like, her husband? He literally hit yeah. her. Yeah, and he was like yelling at her. It was like a lot of people. Mimi ex girlfriend was fighting the girl too. It was. I don't know. I saw different versions. Mm-hmm. I did see where it was like good toe to toe, and then somehow other people jumped in. I didn't see. They no. jumped that girl. I don't care nobody say. Mm-hmm. And she now when you talk shit though, and when I see you, bitch, Joshua is about that life. So I can't knock her being Jocelyn. However, I don't agree with jumping. It should have been one-on-one, me and you, bitch, this fight. When they had all the little people come in, that's what I feel like was fucked up. My thing was, it was all these men around watching these women fight, and nobody could hold them back. Or they didn't want to hold them back. I will say that she was, Jocelyn was slapping everybody. Like, security tried to slap. She was slapping this one security guard. She slapped him four times. And finally, he moved, like, she's not slapping me no more. And, he was, and he's no small yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he was, was like, big. Huge. So it's like... But big for only, nothing. Jocelyn's only 5'5". Five five. 
But it's still just like it, there's a there's a, there's some bigger issues there for her that needs to be solved. For me, that is just like jail. It was like sale. Of course, it was like shock value and people like watching it, it was retweeted. But at the same time, it was really sad because I feel like when she gets to that point. There's something going on. Because there was, like, a time when her and CVJ, like, fought on the show. And, like, mm-hmm. she, they was like, you ready? And they both, like, took off on Benzino and Homegirl. And it was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah. it's sad to see people, like, get in that. And you got like a that. daughter now. And, like, you know how they say you can't save people? Some people are meant earth just to be trash. Mm. And she's trash. So I'm, Slap me, please. I'm going to sue you, bitch. Period. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not. Um, I I am not an advocate for men putting their hands on women. I'm not an advocate for women putting their hands on men. Mm-hmm. I think fighting is just trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is for everybody out there. So outside of the situation, get your shit together, because when you are out here fighting, like I'm I'm seeing Jocelyn fighting, and I'm looking at these different clips from different vantage points. Mm-hmm. And I see this woman walking away and then Jocelyn like slaps, slaps her in the back her. of her head. And I'm like, you know what? You don't know who you're hitting. Like, there's always going to be somebody with more trauma than you. There's always going to be someone crazier than you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you hit the right one, you, you're going to get killed. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, sadly to say, that that may be her fate. Like, I, do, I don't wish that on anybody, but... When she was hitting that man in his face, and I was yeah. just standing there, I was like, this man has a lot of restraint. Um, because, again, I don't advocate for men hitting women. I don't advocate for women women hitting men. But we have seen it time and time again where a woman will hit a man, and then he'll, he'll hit back. Mm-hmm. And one hit from him, she would have went down. I what think you my- say, Mama, I would say, was stupid me crazy. <laughs> I think the only thing I would have left to say about that is that she historically only fights people. <clears throat> excuse me. I watch a lot of reality TV. Jocelyn only fights people that she knows she can beat up and knows she can punk. Mm. If she tries somebody and they get right with her real quick and let her know, girl, that's not what's going to happen, she won't do it again. But she knew that she could get that girl. And you saw she didn't fuck with New York. Prime example. Oh, yeah, Hello? New York, New York said, not right now. <laughs> she, only, she only does that to people. And there, there's something to say about people like that. She's a bully. Yeah. She's a bully. And she bully. only That's likes to bully woman. people that she knows she can get over on. Just like if you watch her cabaret show, she talks to them certain girls certain ways. And other girls, she'd be like, oh, that's going to be my friend. Because they'll get in her ass. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me, I think she needs prescribed an ass whooping. <laughs> I'm gonna say call one eight hundred Erica. Call one eight hundred. It's a Dixon, Erica Dixon, bitch, and that will solve all your problems. Period. <laughs> that sounded like a real commercial. Okay. <laughs> you got a problem, Johnson? One eight hundred Erica. Okay. Erica, this bitch, X stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I want better for her. I do. I seriously do. But I feel like when you are in the media, you are portrayed a certain way. You are advocated that way as mm-hmm. well. That's who you are. And, and sometimes she is as good or trash. That's why I left this certain reality show I was on on YouTube because it's trash. And I refuse to be associated with trash. Like some people just want to be around. Like they're just always negative, mm-hmm. always high, drunk. Humbuggish is this country, and y'all know, know what that means. What like, is humbuggish? I need a definition. Like, just always trying to fight, can't go nowhere. Like, dumb <laughs> people need to be over there. 
in oh, it. Like you know, I, I feel like that's how they tried to do Tammy Roman. Mm -hmm. um, but she evolved out of that. Leveled up real fast. She really did level up because she was one of those individuals was. who was ready to fight. And now it's like she got some business about her, and I really respect her her hustle. I'm, and I probably can't even call it a hustle. Like she, I I respect her evolution. I like Tammy. I, I love Tammy. Tammy. I love me some she Tammy. Used to get them girls together. I know. But I like when Tammy got into uh, Malaysia now. They didn't back down. <laughs> I said, yes, my girls. <laughs> but crazy be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can take it out of the streets. Go ahead, Shazam. Child. So a situation with Shazam, always going to be something spicy, something zesty that we've all probably experienced, and it's going to be named after a song. So today is Check Em On It, Beyonce. My girl. Yes. Ooh, boy, you're looking like you like what you see. Anyways, so in the grand scheme of Pride Month, I think it's important that we continue to talk about health, especially from like a black gay male perspective. So I have a question. When was the first time you all revealed to your primary care physician or your doctor that you were gay, that you were having butt sex? Because <laughs> according to a lot of research I did today, 29% of people lie to their doctors about their sexual preference and their partners. Mm. So, I think that's kind of low. When that did you? I think low. it's low too. I think it's low. When did you first tell your doctor that you were gay? <laughs> when I first caught an STD. <laughs> how old were you? Or how many I'm not years ago? Lie. I was um I was in Atlanta, Atlanta, um so I was what, twenty twenty four? Okay, Marco, what about you? I was twenty two. Okay, I just moved to DC. That was one of the first things I did. Told so your doctor you was gay. Mm -hmm. And got tested and everything. Um, I was. 18, 19, when I first moved out of the house and okay. had my own doctor, and doctor was like, do you sleep with men? I'm, boop, boop, boop. So all my truth. <laughs> I lied. I really lied on that, because I feel like, I'm like, are they going to treat me differently? I didn't yeah. know. When I called STD, he said, who you had sex with? Well, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a man about a horse, <laughs> and the horse got me. <laughs> Child, you jumped up quick, because I thought you were supposed to see a man about a dog before you were going to see about a horse. <laughs> Child. <laughs> I feel like I was, I was living in Kansas City, so that would have been like 2016. Mm -hmm. So when you revealed it first, was your PCP, I got a few questions, was your PCP gay? No. No. I don't know. She was female. Okay. Was your you said no? No, he was not. He was. Were not. they black? No. Mine was yes, a black. Mine was. mine was a black female. Okay. Mine was a black lesbian from Howard. It was great. Oh nice. nice. Okay. Yeah, it was amazing. No, I had an old white man. Ooh. Straight. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> straight white man. Mm. <laughs> so did you feel awkward like telling your PCP like I'm gay? Like this is what I'm doing? Or how was it? An easy conversation for you? He made it very easy. Um, from when he when he when I finally opened up, told my truth. Mm -hmm. He has been seeing you know gay men since the early eighties. That's good. He was there through the um, HIV epidemic mm. and things like that. So he made me feel comfortable because I was really ashamed to tell my doctor I was gay, even though I was I was doing things in high school and in college, and I was like, nope. Never caught anything, so I was like, I don't need to tell the truth. But when I caught something, I was like, nah, I need to tell the truth. So were you like, what? <laughs> I'm going to get in your business. What made you think you caught something before you even got tested? Did I, I, I tell knew you, something or? was wrong because, and then this was weird because, like, when I was researching, I'm going to get a little personal. When you see, I don't know if it's uh, gonorrhea, right? Mm -hmm. But I Googled a picture. This shit looked pussy and yellow, and my shit looked just like nuts. 
And I'm like, if I'm overnutting, and then then it was like a like three days go by, it was pain. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, shit, it hurts to pee. Mm. So I said, let me go to the fucking doctor. That's a whole nother situation because there's this whole like phenomenon about like when you actually Google pictures in reference to um, medical issues, it's always like a white person. So then African-Americans don't know what it looks like. On oh, that's a very yeah. good point. Cause my yeah. shit was clear like nut. I was promised y'all was like, I, I, I said, Fucking nothing on myself, you know. Like, and my job was like getting sold. Like, it was bad. And I told my doctor, I said, I think I'm nutting on myself a lot, and something's wrong with me. And I was so clueless. That's like clueless and stupid I was. He was like, um, what's it's a discharge? I said, Doc, I can literally be sitting down, penis on soft. I'm nothing. Just stuff cool. uh, he was like, oh, out. let's, he said, so let's have a different conversation. He said, yep, come <laughs> over here, I gotta talk to he you. He was like, so you have sex with me? I said, yes. He said, what happened? I said, we, I did engage in anal, unprotected sex. And he was like, um, some more stupid shit. You know, more of the story is, he tested me. I had gonorrhea. He gave me a little shot in my booty and gave me some pills and was like, I don't want to see you in here no more. No, I don't want to see you in here no more. Mm-hmm. Was it awkward for you, like, first time you told? Or, like, was she welcoming? How was that? Um, she was very welcoming. Um, and I you were in her, D.C., right? Yeah, I was in okay. D.C., so I moved from Oregon. So she was like, so where are you from? Baby, because that and experience like, in Oregon would have been really different. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, it was very easy. She um, she asked me where I was from and, like, had, like, a casual conversation. She was like, okay, so what brought you to D.C.? And I told her, you know, I met this guy offline. She was like, oh, so we should probably have a different conversation. You're new to D.C., it's wild here. You're from Oregon. So um, she was my doctor for about five years in D.C. Um, but it was easy. Easier as the conversation progressed. Yeah, I like came in the doctor's office and I was like, I think I saw like a prep commercial. Mm-hmm. And I like randomly asked her about it. And she like looked at me. And then like I looked at her. You remember, have y'all saw that video where Naomi Campbell and that girl look at each other? Mm-hmm. It's like, doom, doom. And then like back and forth. <laughs> it was like that. And then she literally gave me a hug. And she was no. like, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because I had shared with her that I was moving to Atlanta. And she was like, I wanted to discuss this with you because this is, and she started like putting out stats. And she was like, so yeah, we're going to have this conversation. And she like started all those tests and things like that. But um, yeah, Solomon, was it awkward for you or was it just like? It wasn't awkward. Um, like I said, she was a black female mm-hmm. and um, we went through the whole history. And so she was like, well, tell me what it was like growing up. And I was like, well, you know, my um my dad was military, my mom was police, and so she was like, oh. Ooh. So she was like, so you're experiencing a little freedom, aren't you? And I was like, well, yeah. And so then she was like, so tell me a little bit about that freedom. And so then she got, she dug a little bit deeper, and I was like, oh, like, this is, this is like sitting, talking with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And she was very inviting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I found myself freely telling her, like, my stuff. And then she was just like, all right, so are you, you know, are you gay, bisexual? Like, how do you identify? And at that time, I was like, I really haven't thought about it. Yeah. And so she was like, well, you have time. But in the meantime, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's ways to protect yourself. And um, you need to make sure you're hanging out with the right people and this and the other. And I was like, auntie. i think that's great so taking it a little bit further obviously everyone's pcp now knows that they're gay Mm -hmm. because we've all got to that point does your primary care provider know if you're a top or a bottom reverse or do you not discuss that with your provider i do i do do too yes my um 
My doctor knows everything. Like he's black, gay, married, and he, oh, your doctor is black. I think I know who your doctor and, is. No, you don't. Is he living in the Camp Creek? No. Wait. Uh, well, first of all, I don't know where my doctor lives. No, but I'm, like, I mean, it's his, his office, office in Camp Creek. Oh, no, no, no. Damn, girl, you're not trying to give out your doctor to the girls? <laughs> Sal don't want nobody to know. No, you ain't giving no, my doctor. Girl, you ain't taking my appointment. Sal <laughs> <laughs> like Kitty. My man, my man, my man. When you get you a doctor, you can ask him. <laughs> no, but I'm very comfortable with him. Um, him and his nurse, like, it's just always a safe space. And he'll be like, why are you here? And I'm like, dang, like. I want to get tested. What you been doing? I'm like, well, X, Y, and Z. Like, come with me. And yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's very neutral and never no judgment. I can always ask some questions. Yeah. Um, if something hurt, I can be like, so yeah, this don't feel right. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and he's very knowledgeable, which is more important. And he will make sure that I understand it before I leave his office. That's and true. he will have me repeat. Well, like nice. what I understand. That's good. I think it's important because a lot of times people, doctors talk, a lot of people have experienced doctors talking over their head. Mm-hmm. So like they say all this stuff and you just be like, okay, and then you leave and it's like, damn, what did they tell me to do? So I think it's important and that's like really dope. My doctor just changed and because um, he left. And so I was given an early no, quit oh. trying to get people's doctors. <laughs> but, <laughs> girl, for you have a hip violation. <laughs> but my doctor left, and like I had this kind of relationship with my doctor because um, when I first met my doctor, I was underweight, and then I gained weight, and then I was trying to balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when I like when my weight shoots up, like if I'm working on the gym, like I could be two hundred seven and lean, muscular, and he'll be like. 207. He was like, oh, but you like being big. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and so, like, we would have that kind of relationship. Like, we would laugh about it. Um, but then I would also find myself, like, working out harder, like, right before I know I'm going to go see my doctor. <laughs> um, because I'm like, this motherfucker not about to tell me that. that I'm big. Right. <laughs> um, but then, like, we, I think it's important to have a good relationship with your doctor. Yeah, it's very important. My first experience with my PCP, it was like, they were like, oh, you have to have a consultation with him. Like, he doesn't take a patient unless he does a consultation. So we, like, go in this room. It's like a little nice little office. And he's not even like a a doctor's room, but like a a nice lounge. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, so what's your name? I tell my name. He's asking, like, well, date of birth. What do I do? Like, just general conversation. And he's like, yeah, so you're top or bottom. And I was like, whoa. whoa." (laughs) And then he was like, no, I have to ask you this because that's going to determine, like, how I take care of you. And at that point in my life, like, I wasn't playing back there. I wasn't getting back there. I didn't like that. And now, like, when I finally told him, like, yeah, I'm playing both sides, he was like, oh, well, we have to do different things. I think a lot of people slap the table. I think a lot of people forget that. Damn, Marco didn't jump out for me. A lot of people forget, like, there are different things that you should be doing if you're doing different things in the bedroom. That's important. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of gays don't know that you should be getting your booty hole swap. I was like, just about to important. play that. It's very important because STIs can be site-specific, so. Correct. Child. <laughs> but, yes, I love <laughs> my doctor, um, Dr. Gurley, but he left. I thought you from Dr. Gurley. But um, he, used to get, he went to Mexico, child. He said he's done. But somebody else to go to practice. Um, but, yeah, it was very friendly, and I felt safe. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important to feel safe in your doctor's office, and you, you can freely talk to your doctor. Um and he keep it real, and I I respect that because like sometimes 
I used to be scared to share my truth mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. certain things. I would lie. I think that's stupid thing you do. Like, why would you lie to your doctor? Like, Bruh. this is your doctor. Like, your doctor knows. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay, they didn't see it at all. So I would hope, I would encourage anyone out there, like, find your doctor you're comfortable with, but do not lie to your doctor. Mm-hmm. If you know you have sex with 15 different people, tell the truth. Don't say this one, like I was doing. I don't have sex with one person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to be modest. No. Tell the truth, because I was that was what I was struggling with being mm-hmm. truthful, and then he turned to me like, "Well, you know, it's how the web starts. Yeah. You have said this person, he said, so you need to narrow it down, and and I appreciated that, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because like my net was out there, maybe I was out there, so now it's you know not as far, time. but like I love my doctor, and I curse and want to find a doctor who makes you happy. I like that. I really like conversations like this when people are just open and honest because it honestly, like, removes taboo and stigma. People are Mm -hmm. afraid to say, like, oh, I've had STD. Oh, I have to do this. So as we close out this part of the segment, what tip, like, Rodney just gave one, so Solomon and Mark will open up to y'all. What tip would you give to someone who is, like, nervous to talk to their doctor about it or they don't have a doctor who knows that they're actually gay? What I guess, like, what tip would you give them as a black male or a black gay male in Atlanta that's like navigating the healthcare system right now because I think it can be difficult for people. I think Atlanta is well Atlanta specifically but there are, I'm sure it's like this in a lot of other cities. There are mm-hmm. a lot of other cities where it's not where there's a lot of resources for black gay males. Correct. Um, here in Atlanta I'll go ahead and shout them out. You have the Positive Impact, you have the Mr. Center, you have Aid Atlanta. Um, although they, oh you also have Absolute Care, um, you have all kinds of resources. And although some of them may be specific to STDs, STIs, um, there are a lot of resources for individuals who don't have STDs Correct. and STIs. Um, and I think the Mr. Center is a navigation organization where they can connect you to resources, just like case management, mm-hmm. yeah. um, for general needs. And so, um, but also finding a place, Rodney was talking about feeling safe, Mm -hmm. but also finding a place where you feel seen. And so um, you talked about having a black doctor. I have a black doctor. You have a black doctor? No. You have a black doctor? Okay. (laughs) And so, so like 50-50, right? Mm -hmm. And so finding an organization that actually has a black doctor where you can actually talk to someone who looks like you, Mm -hmm. um, if that is important to you. Um, Maybe even, and this is outside of um, just black males. Like, I think it's important for black females to see a female doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a different conversation that's happening. Yes. One thing I would say um, that helped me, I knew when I came to Atlanta, I wanted one, all my doctors to be black, but particularly um, my therapist to be black and gay mm-hmm. and my doctor to be black and gay. Um, there has been times where I was going through something personally where my therapist would be like, oh, well, let's bring your doctor in here and let's have this conversation together. And normally, like, I would, like, shy away from, like, certain conversations, but, like, it was, like, so safe mm. and, like, <clears throat> like, I started crying and, like, all these things. Aww. And I was like, I'm going to cry, like, in front of, like, people I don't know. Like, this was, like, six yeah. months into, like, being in Atlanta. Um, so find somebody that you're safe with, you feel protected, and more importantly, someone that you can open up to. Yeah, I agree. I would say um, my whole thing when I first got to Atlanta was I wanted all of my doctors to be African-American as well. I wanted them to be black, blackity, black, Mm -hmm. black, black, black. 
And I found my dentist is black, my optometrist is black, my therapist is black. But I found a doctor's office and they were black. And I was like, okay, but I love it and I'm comfortable and I feel seen. So I would say, make sure you always go somewhere where you feel seen, where you're comfortable. And they know how to take care of you. Right. There are so many people that have experiences where they don't know, like they don't know how to take care of them. Like I was mm -hmm. reading a tweet today where this boy was like, I went to urgent care and told them I was on prep. And they said, oh, what's that for? Does your stomach hurt? Like what kind of shit? What? So make sure that you are, yes, it was it was shocking. I literally jumped back from my phone like, wow. So just make sure I would say where you're comfortable and they know how to take care of you in whatever room you are, like you mentioned, whether you're a black male, black female, just it's important that you Jesus are somewhere Christ. where they can take care of you and they can address your needs and they know what the fuck is happening in your community. And also, it's a shot for prep, you guys. Wait, what? It's a shot. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> Every eight weeks. Just letting y'all know. Girls like to take pills, me. <laughs> it's a shot. <laughs> but I want to say to y'all, like, thank you for sharing. I think that's important. And uh, topics like this, although we like to be messy and laugh, they're important for people to hear, like, mm -hmm. the real, real about what's going on. So, Solomon, where are you taking us? All right. So, for today's Menage Trois, we are going to stay in line with the, I, I guess, the... Maybe we can call this healthcare. Maybe we can call it sexual healthcare. Um, but we're going to flip the script. So, Ooh, what Lord. would you do if you were the opposite sex for a day? Now, let me just go ahead and put out a disclaimer for all the people who are going to jump in our DMs. Um, this is not a conversation about so the social construct of gender. This is um, this is like a conversation about like poof. You wake up one morning and you are biologically. Female, so you have breasts and you have a vagina, mm -hmm. like what? Freaky Friday when she switched faces with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like they woke up and exactly. Okay, so <laughs> what would you do? Get my hair done, my nails done. <laughs> I'm going to get a bag, bitch, <laughs> and I'm not a real bag, to... a bag from a nigga. Like, I'm... girl, I'm gonna run it up. I'm going up. to really have a mirror <laughs> and explore my vagina. Oh, I'm playing in my cat all day. Girl, I'm going to act bad. Y'all okay. crazy. What? Say, I'm no, no. Look, I'm, 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 Hello? Gonna, I'm getting I'm... a rose, but I'm also going to, like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be one of them thick chicks with, with um, what you call that? Uh, with waist beads. And then I'm going to have this big ass afro. Like, it's going to be a 40. I Stop might me, even, please. All right, I might even have a fupa. Like, I'm going to be one of them badass chicks, right? And, like, I am, I'm just going to be Solid thick. said he's walking around with bomb coochie. Right. Right. I'm going to be a badass chick. I'm going to play in my stuff for a little bit. And then I'm going to just be a goddess. And just, That's what I want to do exactly. I want to explore my pussy. Yeah, but I'll vagina. Let me not say that. Explore my vagina. I want to be like a mix between like Carisha and Erica Badu. Like, I want to be Ooh, like. Oh, that's a good combination. I want to be sitting on Voodoo Cat. I want to be very prissy. I'm going to have my hair down, <laughs> nails done, done, but not the ghetto nails, like the nice. Nails, feet, a little, little done. <laughs> Titties perked. <laughs> a little nice, not a donkey boot, like a little nice booty. You can see what when I <laughs> when <laughs> I walk. <laughs> and I'm gonna be getting the niggas. <laughs> I. <laughs> 
I'm gonna be sold to the highest bidder. If your man, if he's not, not married, the highest bidder. he is free game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your um engagement, bitch. <laughs> oh girl, you better get beat up. Oh, Rodney's gonna get beat up, everybody. Look, it's only for a day. I'm definitely uh getting 40 inches in my hair, bone straight. Um, I'm probably gonna get a tattoo like Rihanna on the breast. Um, some piercings, I think. The, Baby, you got 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. You can find a tattoo artist in a day. <laughs> Why would this guy keep it as this being a girl? <laughs> what we said a day? That's too restrictive. <laughs> I got things I want to do. I got to get it in. Yeah, right? I got to get it in, bitch. Okay, I'm try you got 24 hours to get it in. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's down sweet. Cinderella. <laughs> okay, because when, when the clock strikes 12. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dick. <laughs> Marco, did you finish? Did you finish? Oh, yes, what? I would go get my hair laid, tattoos, and get some like sexy ass piercings, and walk around in some Christian Louboutins. The crazy thing is, I feel like I could picture all the vibe that all of y'all just said, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny. Like I could picture what you said. I could picture you like with these tattoos and piercings, and like at a music festival. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, we saw what is the two flat again? That's how Gary Union got the car. So he flipped that yep. hair. That's me walking up a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's your man upset. Let me go have that nigga. <laughs> I would never walk like Olivia Pope, like on every place I walk. Oh yeah. Oh, you about your business. Yes. I can see that. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Victoria's Secret too. It's handled. No, oh, definitely. Savage Fenty. Savage Fenty. I'm definitely I'm going to be shopping. laced up. I'm like, baby, it's taking me out. Savage Fenty. Okay, yeah, support, you know, support the, the black businesses. And I might do OnlyFans. Oh. Damn, y'all going to do a lot in 24 I'm, hours. Oh, I'm using every second of this 24 hours. Because the girls are making money. Is it I'm money to get my niggas? hair done and tattooed at the same time. After the experience that I've had in straight clubs <laughs> with my female friends, I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm going to make these niggas pay for everything. I really believe that as a woman, you should not have to pay for nothing when you Bitch, go outside. I'm not. They never pay for nothing. Niggas just be spe- throwing money. Look, give crazy. me the hookah, bitch. All right. So, with that being said, we already know, Rodney, you already said you're doing it. We having sex, y'all? Hell, Hell yes. yes. Front, back, mouth, all of it. <laughs> you not know what I want to have sex with, though? This talk English, if I can Spanish. get it from this nigga. I want to have sex with... Oh, girl. Um, now you're going to name gonna somebody. you going to name people? I am going to name Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what's his name? Fuck. Even though he'd be doing crazy shit to women, um, but Chris Brown be on my list. Oh, my God. Dwight Howard would be on my list because he's... I want to climb. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's his name? I'll fuck Bawa, too. he always been a crush of mine. I'll be a lesbian. No, I'm not trying to go no kid. I would, I would, <laughs> I would probably be bisexual. No, I'm fucking I would the niggas I would with a pussy. I would fuck with other bad bitches. <laughs> and we're going to get this money together. Mm-mm. It's 24 well, hours. Bingo. You only got... <laughs> we live in Atlanta. We can find a woman to have fun with for 24 hours. What's the name of the neighbors on my name? Uh, Trey Songz? Trey Songz? Yes. No, he's... You're still right. talking about... The, ugh. <laughs> Look, let let Rodney have his. Let me live ride, in my fantasy. Let Rodney have his. Right. I got some dicks to ride, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and I'm so serious. I had to bleep that out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Y'all know y'all got some dudes y'all want our girls y'all wanna take down. Look. Wait, what? Like have sex with. So I I I do. Like I as soon as I started thinking about this question, I was like, I, cool. I do have a list. Name three. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to. Name three, name three. Um <laughs> People who I think would be, I think Idris Elba would be a mm. good one. Mm. Um, he has a nice uh, vibe. Mm. Um, Steph Curry would be another one. I think he would be kind of fun. Um, and uh, for my females, it would be uh, Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, there's another one. There's another one. Oh, uh, Coco Jones. Oh, oh, she's so she pretty. Is, uh, she is. That's, <laughs> that would make me dry is, uh, up. What you mean? What a dude at? <laughs> I'm probably going to. <laughs> Who your three be? Uh, there's only two. Okay. I'm going to have a lesbian encounter for sure with Tiana Taylor. I am obsessed. Oh, she is, I, I'm going to have an encounter with her. And <laughs> the male that I'm going to have an encounter with is going to be Trevante Rhodes. Who? Ooh. Trevante Rhodes? Girl. <laughs> oh, Off of yeah. Moonlight? Yeah. I feel like he eats some you know nice what? one. I that's can it. see that. Yeah, that's I can, it. I can see that for you. Who yours? So, y'all gonna judge me. Cause you a lesbian. I am. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you strictly lesbian? He said strictly lesbian. Oh, for twenty four. Yeah, for twenty four hours that would be. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm experiencing the world. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, Kiki Palmer, like she is so Ooh, fucking that's sexy. Good. I think mm, she would be like, fun. Like she would be fun, and and she's a Virgo. Kiki Palmer, I think Kiki Palmer is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But if I was a girl for 24 hours, I would want to go outside and like act bad with her. I wouldn't want to have sex. She'll be my lesbian girlfriend. Antiana Taylor. Got a, a femme and a dom. <laughs> Who's femme? <laughs> Kiki. Kiki give me dom. <laughs> she, she give me a little dom. Too. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe it's the physical appearance. Well, she might be a little, she might be more dumb. She can be dumb in the bedroom. Being a female. Oh, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> it's them. Lord. Yeah, she could, um, she could top me. Oh. Wait, I'm going to have an encounter with Megan Thee Stallion, too. Sorry, oh. forgot about me. Oh, my God. That, yeah. Oh. Mm. Mine will be Trina, if I was to be a lesbian. Oh. Kaylani. Hell no. Oh. I mean, oh no. It's just a no, no for me. <laughs> it's a no for Trina. I love me some Trina, but baby, yeah, no. I wouldn't, you yeah, know. So, you're, you're, you're female for 24 hours. That also means you get the full female experience. Mm-hmm. So, periods. Oof. I'm calling my fairy, godder, fairy godmother, <laughs> Whitney Houston, and telling her to get me out of this right now. I'm what? done. I don't want that. Oh, that will make me. I will probably respect women a lot more to experience a period, and I want to spend, and I want to experience having. Oh, I want to. Um, let me no, no, see no go ahead. Oh no, you have it on this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. So like, I want to experience the pain. Like I want to see the blood and go through all of that because like that's mm-hmm. womanhood to me. Mm-hmm. And please, would y'all come for me in the fucking comments? That's woman, a woman, a woman, a woman. Jesus Christ! Let me try to say shit. <laughs> you ain't Bitch, I said woman. Yeah, I don't think I would. Like, that would be the part that I would be like, okay, girl, clock out for me, please. Like, can I tap my shoulder and click my heels and go back to being a boy? Because I don't want to, um, 
I think um, I respect women when what they go through, but I don't want to experience that. I think women are some of the most powerful human beings in the world. Like the simple fact that there is a hormone that makes their hips crack so they can have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like you're powerful. I don't. I don't want to experience that. I, I don't. I don't want to. So I. I am. I think I would be open to the entire experience. Like even if it was like, you know, if some dude was like, I want to put a baby in you, and I'd be like, okay. And then don't I, you already do that? Uh, no. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> but um, turn the heat up in here. But if, but if you were to like give birth during that time period mm-hmm. like just for the the experience of it like Ugh. like i think i'm with riding like i think i would i already respect women i think mm-hmm. women um <laughs> biologically female women um and this is us just having a conversation and being as inclusive as possible um i i have a lot of respect for what the female body can do what it can um, endure, like. and what it can en- what it can endure. And see myself pregnant, I would do a photo uh, shoot. Yeah. Would, yeah. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm the chocolate drop on my stomach. Oh my god, <laughs> it'll be so pretty. Oh my god, I have so much fun. I can just imagine it in my head. <laughs> God not to make me a girl, bitch. <laughs> I want to get pregnant. Um, just like you guys said, like I adore women. Like I think women are the most powerful. Like I grew up with all women. I've seen them all carry babies. Um, so I would want to go through that experience. Just I don't know. I just like you're creating a whole human being. I know, growing in your, your belly. Whole body. So amazing. Like. So you gotta pay attention to your energy, what you eat, like you reading, what type of music, like and the kick. Yeah. Have have y'all saw like the experiment videos where they like hook the husbands up to like this machine and they like turn it on and make them feel contractions? Mm. Have y'all saw that? Mm One of my friends is a doula, and she just did that recently to like one of her like patients' husbands, mm-hmm. and he like was it was like a live video of him like experiencing what contractions feel like. I'm gonna sign y'all up so y'all can feel it. Okay. Okay. I'll I want it. to. It didn't give birth. The seed's gonna come out my vagina, and it's a whole baby that I gotta take care of. And he just so scrawny, gotta need me for nourishment and just protection. You having a whole moment? I was gonna say. I would just. That's. I think that's so beautiful. Like you're bringing life into this mm-hmm. world. Like you came out of me. You would never disrespect me. I'm whooping that ass. Mm-hmm. Like. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's like. Uh. Have you guys like watched childbirths before though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I want to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think Marco also brings up a really good point. He was um, saying something to the effect of. Um, being a woman, you would watch what you eat and do all of these things. Um, but, you know, 24 hours are over. Now we're back into our bodies. And so... Wait, before you go, oh. I will make sure that women can have abortions. I will go down to the Supreme Court and fight for good two hours for y'all. Oh, my board. Because you only got choice. 24. <laughs> <laughs> I give y'all two hours of me going out there protesting because that's fucked up. Mm, I'll do that for the women. You know what? I didn't even think about social change when I was thinking about um, because there's there's a lot going on with uh, reproductive rights, with women's rights in general, and you know immediately I I started. We all jumped to being bad bitches, and it's like (laughs) I think even this conversation makes you think about like the just the things that women experience in America, Mm -hmm. like although like 
women may have a lot of rights here compared to other countries, it's still very restrictive for them. And it's actually insane that it's 2023 and they're still having to say, like, this is my body. Like, why are you making, like, that's crazy. Just like in uh, P-Valley when Mercedes was like, I don't know why Big L getting some money. He ain't even got a pussy. Like, niggas that, well, politicians (laughs) that don't even have the reproductive organs are making laws for them. And it's crazy. Well, let's get real deep before we go. Could you have an abortion if you had an option? Uh, Depending on the circumstances. Yeah. I yeah, I think that. it's circumstantial. I could say that. Same. Depending on the circumstances. Okay. But, um, and uh, before we go as well. So, you know, I don't know. Did we talk about this? Okay, so this was before the show. So when, because you already had said you went to the bank. And uh, you were talking about being catcalled. And the individual who just wouldn't leave you alone. Yeah. Mm. Like, also think about, like, that's a... A snapshot mm. like that's a brief moment as a male that's what you encounter and this is something that women go through all Ugh. the time I literally talk about this all the time to like my female friends because in the gym I think that is the most uncomfortable place for a woman mm. because men in the gym like straight men I hate to say this but they're discussing in the gym like a woman cannot get a workout without like a man approaching her like oh how are you like leave her alone let her work out like and then you can see it on their face they're like obviously uncomfortable that this man won't leave them alone like okay yes sis is over here doing squats why are you standing next to her trying to talk to her while she's doing squats so it's like little things like that it's just like I applaud women for handling that kind of stuff gracefully because I would probably make a nigga okay I'll be the highest page in bitch. At least I know you're rich. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what do you work? <laughs> Fortune 500. <laughs> and then he's a bus driver. I didn't want the bus driver. Y'all did. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I said I wasn't. So. <laughs> I said I would. I said I would. But exactly. anyway. <laughs> but How's the bus, sis? <laughs> <laughs> but you say that now, but you didn't like it this week. This weekend. When? Over the weekend. The cat call this weekend, you didn't like it. No, I didn't it. like the cat call. No, no, But you no. just said and if you was in the gym and it was a high paid I'm just saying I'll be in the gym while I know Rich This is week be... number two of you in Double Standards, girl. Girls, don't call me out. <laughs> this is week number two of Double Standards. Y'all get in the comments about that. <laughs> Shout out to the feet women. Shout out to women. Yeah, Shout out yeah. to women. Y'all is powerful. Look, um, so, uh, you know, I, I really do think that... Um, when we have an opportunity to step in someone else's shoes, mm-hmm. like even if this this was just a fantasy moment, right? And even in the fantasy, we automatically went to like the highlights of what it would mean to be somebody different, something different. Yeah. But and also notice that like on the tail in the com- of the conversation, how it was like, but it's not so great. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so like when I was thinking about this question, I was like, I wonder what people would do if they were black for a day. Mm. I wonder what people would do if they were gay for a day. So like when you're when you have to question what would it be like to be a marginalized individual for a day mm. and how you would navigate the social world. I think like when you think about putting yourself in those shoes it wouldn't be so glamorous. Mm, I think that's true. like a question that of course, like when you think about it, it's a simple question, but it's a question I think a lot of people need to ask themselves because a lot of people say things or they like make decisions and they don't think about what the repercussions of like 
how they would feel if that happened to them. You can honestly see that, and this is going to sound really bad, but you can see that now when there are, like, things around, like, critical race theory or, like, affirmative mm-hmm. action and, like, not trying to be funny, but white people be crying about that shit. Like, there was literally a whole article about, and this man, he wasn't even white. It was, like, an a Asian man, and he was like, I didn't get into uh, UC Berkeley because of affirmative action. I don't understand why. And, first of all, California has banned affirmative action in 1996, so he was just mm-hmm. doing some stuff. But it's just, like, simple things like that where it's, like, you couldn't even take one moment where you were told no versus somebody who's probably been told no multiple moments in their life for being black exactly. and told no, but not even told no directly. It's been like sweeped under the table. I'm telling your ass no. So I don't think a lot of people will be able to handle it, especially being black. Child, not the ones that uh-huh. freak out and have nervous breakdown. We stay in them damn supermarket. Child and be lying. But also think about like being black and or being black and gay. Like th- this is a conversation that we... It's not necessarily a conversation, but it's something that we also kind of make light of because we see it on T-shirts. It's like, I love being black, but that shit is kind of dangerous. I love being black and gay, but that shit is kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, we will put that on a T-shirt and we will make light of it, but that's a serious conversation because mm-hmm. it's not safe out there for a lot of us. Yeah, I just get on the elevator and some people just move to the side. Like, bitch, I don't want to be okay. like you either. I don't want to touch your ass either. One time I said boo. <laughs> I did. <laughs> This is, and, and she said, I said, why are you scared? <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. I said, I said, ma'am, you literally cut your purse. Like, I was going to rob you. Bitch, I don't need your money. I said it. That's right to her. I said, do better with yourself. With your Calvin Klein oh. purse. Okay. I, I did. She was, I said, boo. What <laughs> <laughs> movie was that where he got on the elevator? He was like, "Don't tap your little lasties and Prada shoes at me." Honey. He walked off the elevator. I think it was Ooh, Legally Blonde, but I think it was. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was Legally Blonde. But he like they was looking at him crazy in the elevator. He talked about her lasties and shoes, and she was like, "Play with these folks." <laughs> so as we move on, shout out to the women out there. Shout out to the females out there. Shout out to everybody who, yes, 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 goes through it. Yes, shout so. out. Mm. Into the bad bitches Rodney Club. <laughs> y'all would be baby mamas. <laughs> now we would be baby mamas. I think y'all would be baby mamas. I would be a wife. But <laughs> next Man, segment. Ho- <laughs> oh my I God, I would play a song he proposed to me. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> Not Kelly Price, it was. <laughs> I started crying. <laughs> he proposed to me. <laughs> Shut out, child. I'll be a whole mess. Um, <laughs> but we are on our segment now called Left on Red Openers, where you can actually invite you into our circle. We can read questions and answer questions and letters. So you can do that by going to our website at opletcherpodcast.com or going to our email at opletcherpodcast at gmail.com. So I'm going to read one of our letters from one of our openers, and this is how it's going to be read. It's written this way. Okay. Don't do that. Me and my boyfriend are not seeing eye to eye, and I'm not really sure where I should go from here. I am seeing so many red flags, but I don't know if these are the things I can work through or if I should run. He's an overthinker. He's insecure about a lot and pessimistic. He didn't show signs of any of this until several months into the relationship. I can't just leave, though, and I don't know how to bring this up to him without him getting angry. Should I look into couples therapy? Uh, Why ain't nobody got anything to say? (laughs) Well, I think first, um, I'll go, Chad. I'm always running my mouth. Um, Therapy is always a a step for me. I think therapy is important, no matter if it's single or couple. 
Secondly, um, if you're starting to see red flags, I am very much so a person that you trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, he says, um, I just, wait, not, that's not the part. He says he's an overthinker, he's insecure about a lot and pessimistic. He didn't show these signs in, until several months of the relation, into the relationship. The so way. I think it's important that you need to start evaluating what you actually want. And mm-hmm. if it's even important, like if these are characteristics that he's showing over and over and that he didn't show these until he got comfortable in the relationship, is this a relationship you even want to go to therapy with? Right. Like it's really, you might have to do some soul searching and look deep down inside to figure out if this is actually something you want to pursue. See, my thing is like you're in this relationship and you don't even feel safe to have the conversation because you're afraid that they're, they'll get angry. Mm. And then like I agree with you 100%, like um, piggybacking off the conversation that we had last week. So if you see all these red flags, let's go back to that buffet, right? Mm-hmm. You're at the buffet. You see all these things that you don't want. So what you do, you're just going to be quiet about the things that you don't want. And so they're going to continue to put all these things on your plate, and you're just going to take it? And so if you're not able to have this conversation with this person, what makes you think that you're really going to have a good conversation in therapy? In therapy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I honestly think that this is just a boundaries issue. Like this person is not exercising their boundaries. They're they're saying yes to a bunch of no's. I agree um, with you guys. Um, I'm a firm believer of therapy, as you guys know. Um, but I think you, the opener, you guys need to go to therapy separately. Um, work on what you want, what you don't want, and why are you just now seeing the flags? after several months into the relationship um i personally put a timeline on things like i'm i'll let anybody know we're not dating um until we get <laughs> we get past these steps cuff it um, beyonce cuff it <laughs> but um but, yeah, but take, you also go on like several dates before i do like and I, but i also be intentional like i gotta be intentional of who i want in my space and who i want to date so be intentional opener. There are really chameleons out here. So I, I have seen this happen before where people show you that this is bright, picture-perfect man, then they think they got you. It's a whole 360. Mm-hmm. What I'm just going to say, you in danger, girl, run. <laughs> you in danger, girl. <laughs> but, but also think about this. Run, There's bitch. a lot of people who see the red flags up front, and they ignore them until... and then act like they didn't see it before. Mm. Let's so, call an opener out. Say what? You saying that he didn't see him before? Like he was he was blinded. He or she? Um, like I don't know who this opener is. Um, I don't know anything about the the gender. gender. Um, okay. So it like could have been blinded. They could have just saw a, a pretty package and ran with it, and then ignored all the red flags. And then now things aren't as pretty, and now the blinders are off. So, but you you remember Francesca? She was episode two, yeah. season one. She taught me something that I have lived with for ever. She she talks about getting into a relationship or getting into any situation and for the rest of my life. So when you like when you're sitting there and you're watching someone eat for the rest of my life. When you're sitting there and you're watching a movie and this person is like talking loud and you're just trying to watch the movie for the rest of my life. Like these mm. are things that this is a question that when you're with somebody and you're looking at them and you're looking at their behaviors can you stick with this for the rest of your life? Damn, I don't know why you good. want to hold on to that. That is definitely, I need to start saying. 
Yeah. I want to deal with you for the rest of my life. Uh, no, for real. <laughs> so after you come with them, ask them for the rest of my life. You want to with them for the rest of your life after you come? <laughs> for the rest. But yeah, like, I just say, honestly, let it go. I don't see why you want to stay in trauma. That's a good question. Why do you like to stay in trauma? So I've been watching Investigation Discovery a lot. I really like that network. And this psychologist said this important thing that people will stay in trauma because they know what it feels like and they're afraid to go to something new and not know what's going to occur. Damn. Well, slap me in my goddamn face. (laughs) You said something important, too. You said about, like... You said about chameleons and things like that. And I think that's important. I always tell people when I'm like dating, if someone says, well, what are you looking for in a man? I don't tell them because I feel like we have a lot of people that I say, I want you to be this, 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 this. And you mimic that to get my attention. Mm-hmm. And then here we are six mm-hmm. months down the road and you're not none of that. And you doing all this. Baby, there's a what stranger the in my house what tonight. I to, what I tried to do, you know, it didn't work out like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do what I needed. The girls are doing out. choreo in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> my knees hit the wall. <laughs> What's he say? My head hit the wall. <laughs> but I had a prayer girl. <laughs> <laughs> Lord mm. That sound when they put that on anything, I scream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right, opener, we do appreciate you. Well, we hope you take our advice and seriously get out that relationship. <laughs> Run. Well, I didn't say that because I don't know like what's going on in your relationship. This is very one sided, so I ain't give advice. I just said for the rest of my life. Seek therapy for yourself and then go to couples. Thank you. Chill. It's summer, girl. Let it go. Be outside. Act dead. Be outside till September 6th. You was outside before summer. Anyway, Solomon. (laughs) Solomon, take it away. All right, openers. Thank you for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. Bye. Bye. See you next week.